0: time for the Retirement Roadmap
1: Podcast with registered financial consultant Glenn Mosseller.
0: Hey, welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap with Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. So glad that you're with us today as we tackle another great topic to help you better prepare for your financial future and retirement. Today we're going to explore lessons from the classroom, what we can learn about financial planning from maybe our, our past times uh, through maybe great school, uh, the secondary school perhaps, maybe some college lessons in here as well. This will be fun to dive into. Glenn, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good show today, and I hope you're doing well.
1: Yeah, Walter, doing really well. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. This this should be a, This should be a good one.
0: Even though it's been uh, probably a year or two since we've been out of school, right, Glenn? I mean, we've you know it's been out of school for a little while, but not too long, <laughs> We'll still draw on some experiences from back in those days. So we've got five good comparisons to go uh, to go over here. Uh, lesson number one that I could think of, Glenn, that might have a financial uh, lesson or learning element to it, is that
1: everybody hates homework right? No, there's no doubt about it. I mean, that's, it's never fun, right? Because it's like, you feel like, you know, and I know when I was in school, it's like, you felt like, you know, it's like, okay, I spent the whole day, right? And now I've got to take it home and do more, you know, and and it's like, and and I think both (laughs) students felt that way. So, so it is, it's like, you know, nobody, nobody really likes that part. But you know, the the reality is, is that, you know, it gets you prepared. and, And that's, And that's really the, you know, the kind of the lesson to take, you know, take away from, you know, from the the school lessons is, you know, everything in life. I mean, you want to be prepared. And obviously your financial life is, is, is certainly, you know, worth preparing for. And unfortunately, a lot of people just, you know, it's like, "Ah, well, I don't understand that. So they kind of put it off and, or it's like, it's hard decisions or hard things to think about. And, and so it's, you know, it really, if, you know, if you're going to make wise decisions, you got, you got to spend some time with it and, you know, give yourself some education, give you, you know, do some reading, you know, maybe go to a class and workshops. And it doesn't mean you're going to take action on every time, everything that you do, but you, you know, you, you take in information and, you know, hopefully you can, you know, you can find an advisor that, you know, that, you know, kind of works as a, you know, as, you know, maybe like a teacher or a mentor or, you know, and, and, and really kind of, Creates a you know kind of a team environment, so it's like you feel like you know you're really learning and you're part of it. I I can't tell you how many times I, I talk to folks and you know and they've they've gone to visit other folks or uh, other other advisors or or different things and and they feel like they're being dictated to rather than being a part of it and you know and and, and really it I, I think it's 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 important that, that, that folks really are involved in their own planning, you know, and making sure that they you know their advisor is gonna is gonna be a good fit. And that they can work well together, and you know, sometimes the advisors are going to give them homework, you know, and and you know, and that's that's not a bad thing, to, you know, to, to make sure that you know it's like we're dotting the i's and crossing the t's.
0: That's a great point. Yeah, it's it's can be a necessary evil, but something you got to do to get better and to make sure all your ducks in a row and that you're in in good shape overall. So. Yeah, let's not uh, let's not just throw homework out the window. Even though it's uh, it's there, we got to deal with it. Just kind of one of those things, and you see it pop up a little bit in retirement planning. If you want to get to the finish line, you got to kind of invest in that time a little bit. There you go. That's good. All right, another great uh, comparison, lessons from the classroom that we can apply to financial planning here standardized testing, you know, it's not ideal. I think, Glenn, even most teachers hate standardized testing and probably have that feeling that they've got to teach to the test. And, you know, we all know that different students learn in a variety of ways, and some are good test takers, some aren't. So these standardized tests kind of get forced on us a little bit. They're not necessarily the best indication of how well students are learning, but they're kind of another necessary evil in the world. Is there a comparison there to retirement? Planning and, and finances.
1: Well, I, I think so, Walter. I mean, I, I think there's a, I mean there's an awful lot of stuff out there that it you know it, I mean you know it, it, when you when you start looking at you know at, at at financial information and whatnot, there's a lot of things that are really kind of surfacy, right? And you know, when, and you start listening to different ones, particularly uh, what I call sometimes the uh, the financial entertainers right, that are, you know, that are on the air and whatnot. And, you know, there, there's a lot of one size fits all information out there. And, and and in other words, we say, always do this and never do that, you know, and it's like, you got to really be careful with it, you know, with with all those uh, universal quantifiers like that, because it's, you know, everybody's situation's a bit different. And so, you know, you you really want to make sure that it's like, so you're not really looking at it's like, you know, just like, what the planning is necessarily for the masses you know if if you've if you've accumulated some things over your lifetime and you've you know if you got a sizable nest egg you know you want to make sure that you protect it and you and you design you know planning around what you want to see happen, and you know, and and the, and and the resources that you have, and you know, it's it's really not going to be a scenario very likely that, that you're going to be that you're going to have a you know a standardized answer, right? You, you know, you you have unique things about you and 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 what you want to have happen, and you know, you and your and your spouse together, and and you know the goals that you have, and you know, and concerns that you might have, things that you want to achieve, and you know, maybe leave legacy, and you know, all kinds of different things that the different ones are going to want to have, and it's not going to be the same thing as like you know your relatives or your friends and neighbors. You know, you you want to you want to really make sure that you know you design it you know for you and make sure that you're working with somebody who's you know who's into that and you know and really wants to you know prepare you know you and make sure that you're you know what you're saying yes and no to by by understanding what your choices are
0: understanding what your choices are. That's like just a really important way to encapsulate that too. And, and there's a lot of power behind that word, understand. Ultimately, that's what you want out of a financial plan. And uh, that's a really, really good one. What can you understand um, about your plan? And ask yourself that. And if it, right now the answer is, I don't really understand much of it, it might be a good sign to take some action and get a better plan in place or work with somebody who can give you that understanding. Uh, another great lesson from the classroom, Glenn, is that everything has – pros and cons. I think even most uh, rational people would agree that teaching can be a pretty brutal profession. It can be very tough, constantly dealing with maybe unruling kids and grading papers late at night and not, not getting paid enough, of course. But on the other hand, you do get summers off and you're usually able to retire at a relatively young age with a nice pension in a lot of Places, so it's got those pros and cons. Do you see that same kind of pro and con um, mentality pop up in the retirement landscape?
1: Oh, Walter. I mean, there's well, there's no doubt about it, right? I mean, you know, and and you know, a lot of that comes into play when you're making that transition to, or you're or you're planning to make the transition, or you're kind of investigating to. It's like, well, you know. What is retirement going to look like and how are you, you know, does it make sense to reposition things, you know, for, you know, when you're when you're treatment and you're making the move from the accumulation years to the preservation and distribution years? Right. And you start looking at lots of different, you know, ways that you can, you know, you can position your money. I mean, there's the financial markets, there's insurance, there's, you know, there's, you know, there's pensions, you know, and you can sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, certain jobs or careers, you know, will have pensions and there's choices there. You know, you can take a monthly cash flow and there's normally a variety of different choices there, or maybe you can take a lump sum or or maybe you don't have a pension, but you'd like to have one. And, you know, and a lot of folks don't realize that, you know, you can really, you know, you can, you can maybe carve off, a, you know, a part of your, uh, of your, you know, your retirement nest egg that you've, you know, that you've had in the markets and maybe create your own personal pensions, if you will. There's lots of different things to look at. And it's like anything else, Walter, it's like there's, there's, there's no such thing as a silver bullet, right? There's nothing that is, that's, you know, that's just the perfect financial product that does everything for all people, right? There's always gonna be pros and cons, you know? You know, you look at, you know, well, what's the growth potential? or what's the stability you know and how volatile is it you know how liquid is it you know i mean you know there's there's all of those things that come into it and realistically you know you have to you have to you know balance those things out because there's nothing that you're going to have that's going to be all positive you know and have no negatives and you know and, and so you know you try to look at it's like well you know okay if this if this position you know, if this part of my um, retirement portfolio has these pluses and these minuses how can I try to offset some of those minuses with some other you know, retirement diversification you know, and planning is, you know, it, it takes some time and it, you know, kind of loop back to that homework and understanding what the pros and the cons are. And just because something has, you know, some, you know, you know, things that are not necessarily the, the best thing in the world you, you that you would maybe call cons. Well, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it, that's just reality, right? There's nothing, there's nothing out there that that, that has everything that, that's, that's perfect, right? I mean, that just, that, that doesn't exist anywhere in life, particularly in, you know, in, in finances, you know, because there's going to always be, you know, a changing landscape with the economy and, you know, and different things like that. So you really want to make sure that you understand that and, and, you know, you, you, you don't just automatically become turned off to something because of maybe something that you've heard in the past. You know, you you really want to understand, you know, what what's out there and what your what what the possibilities are for you. You know and, and making sure that that you that you understand that it's like okay there's there's a there's a significant difference between you know, accumulating for you know and saving for retirement and actually living in retirement and those strategies in terms of how are you going to draw the money out how are you going to make it last and you know how are you going to Turn what you've saved for retirement into an income stream or income streams to replace, you know, what what you've been working for, you know, when you when you're used to having your wages or your business earnings or however you're, you've earned a living and, you know, and saved, you know, you, if, if, once you stop, you know, working and you stop having that that active income, if you will, you you've got to, you know, balance and figure out how is all that going to work. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a balancing act. And, uh, you know, you got, you got to make sure that it's like, okay, I'm not just looking for that silver bullet. Because that's, that's kind of the temptation, isn't it, Walter? Everybody's looking for the, the thing, and and, and and it just doesn't exist, right? I mean, the, the, you know, that, 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 that thing that has glitter on it also has another side to it. And, you know, and, and that doesn't mean you avoid it, but it, but it, but it doesn't mean that you're, you're going to put all your eggs in that basket, if you will, or, or just put all your faith in one thing.
0: Yeah, it's fun to go for the jackpot in Vegas, but very few people are ever going to hit that. So please don't make it your plan <laughs> of hitting that silver bullet, hitting that that one-time shot kind of thing. Let's go in with a much more solid approach and, uh, yeah, understand those pros and cons. That's great, Glenn. Another comparison between lessons from the classroom. Let's see what you can spin out of this one, Glenn, into financial planning advice. Uh, age-appropriate Instruction, very important. You know, you don't teach calculus to first graders, and ideally you advance to beyond the basic reading comprehension after a couple of years. How teachers teach and how kids learn changes as they get older. Sounds like common sense, although sometimes I think there's still a a debate about what's appropriate for kids. So as you look at the landscape, Glenn, and think about the financial side of things, uh, what about age-appropriate instruction comes to your mind in the retirement world?
1: Well, I mean, it's it's a little bit of what we were just talking about, right, Walter? It's like when you're making that transition from the accumulation years to the preservation and distribution years, right? There's, There's different phases of your financial life, and so as you as you, you know, get closer and closer to retirement or maybe into retirement, you know, you're not going to be, you know, positioning everything and, you know, and, and having the same, you know, outcomes and same desires and goals. Right. Instead of instead of saving for retirement, you've, you know, once you get there, you know, you, you actually have saved. For your retirement, and now you've got to make those retirement savings into you know your income and your income streams, and so that's that's a that's a wholly different thing than the diversification in terms of you know well what asset class and you know what sectors of the market and different things like that that you're that you're looking for diversification. You're looking for now for what we call you know retirement diversification. You know what you know when are you going to need this money? You know or, or you know is the money that you're going to be drawing from you know how subject is it to Market fluctuations and volatility. You know how how you know how much volatility should you have in the money that you're drawing from? You know, can you position some money to be available for the next few years, and then uh, you know other money that's going to be available later down the line? It's it becomes it becomes a whole different process and strategies that come into play when you're in those preservation and distribution years versus the accumulation years, and and you got to really make sure not only are are you employing the right strategies, but also you know, is your advisor, you know, is, is that where their skill set is? Is there, are there strengths in the accumulation years? You know, there's, there's, there's you know, nothing wrong with either one, but, but typically most advisors are going to really specialize or be better in one than the other. It's, you know, they, it's, it's very difficult to be all things to all people. It's just like when you think about a doctor. You know, you, you know, do you want to go to a general practitioner or do you want to go to a specialist?
0: Yeah, you got to make that evaluation, and, um, and it puts you in the right spot to experience success when you have that first step uh, appropriate for your age and your position in life. So another good one to highlight today. Let's get to the last one here, Glenn, as we compare again financial lessons from the classroom to financial planning. And we talk about lifelong learning. Some of the best teachers I had growing up talked a lot about becoming a lifelong learner. Yes, what you're learning in the class today is important, but learning's not gonna stop when you hit 18 or 21 just because school comes to an end. Good teachers try to instill this in their pupils and develop it into a great habit for the rest of your life. And I feel like the education you provide, Glenn, kind of goes along with the same spirit.
1: Well, Walter, I mean that's that's what our objectives are, right? We are we're wanting to make sure that people are are, are thinking about you know where are you in life, you know, and it doesn't like you just you just you just put something in place and then then that's it forever, right? I mean, you're, you're there's a, you know you you're constantly you know I shouldn't say constantly, but you're on a consistent basis you know, you want to get together with your advisor and you want to look at your, you know, you want to look at the, you know, at your plans. You want to look at your life and your lifestyle because things change over time. You know, the economy changes, your needs might change a little bit from, from where, you know, from where you were, you know, a few years ago, you know, a couple things might happen, you know, for the, in the people that you care about, maybe you want to try to help them out and you weren't really planning on that, you know, so there's, there's different strategies to employ, and always you know new things coming you know coming you know down the pike to you know to learn about and understand as to you know as to what's out there you know and and you know because the the world we live in today Walter you know changes very rapidly as everybody knows. But that wasn't true, you know, number of years ago, right? It, it just, it's incredible how how quickly there's new technologies and there's new things that are that are going on for, you know, in terms of, you know, phones and, and computers, as well as, you know, healthcare and long-term care and all the different things that are gonna, you know, play a role in, in you know, in your life and your lifestyle. And you wanna just, you know, keep yourself you know open to things and learning about more things. And and frankly, Walter, I mean, I think that kinda keeps you young, right? When you're you know, when you you know you keep your mind working and you you know and you're and you're you know you keep yourself, you know, you are always learning. There's there's always things to do. And that's not just true in the financial in the financial realm in your retirement. You know, you I mean everybody you has interests and you know, and you should keep yourself engaged, right? And, you know, there's there's lots of things to do beyond, you know, beyond your career. You know, maybe it's volunteer work or maybe it's, you know, it's doing something part time or, you know, getting involved in, you know, in, in a variety of different things. Sometimes it's, you know, getting more involved with, you know, kids and grandkids. And, you know, every, again, everybody's situation is a little bit different, but staying engaged and continuing to learn is going to keep you Keep you young and, and I think really for the most most people it's going it to keep you, you know in, in a place where you, you know you 're really enjoying because you 're looking forward to you know to every day is, is, is going to be something new and you know and, and, and something to you know to engage with and you know and learn from
0: you made great points across the board there Glenn, and so there you have it folks if you 've got any questions about something we 've talked about today, if you have not kind of developed into that lifelong learner or haven 't gotten that education about finances and how to best prepare for retirement. Uh, if you're kind of worried about some of those pros and cons Glenn discussed and whether you really have those accounted for in your portfolio. Well, don't hesitate to reach out if you have any of those questions. All you have to do to get in touch is call 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. Or go online to RoadmapFinancial.com. That's RoadmapFinancial.com. Look for the free consultation button, and you can schedule a time to visit Right there from your smartphone or computer. Glenn can meet with you in person in Greensboro, North Carolina, or from anywhere if you want to meet virtually, of course. Uh, Glenn, thank you for all the help on the show today. Really appreciate it. And we'll look forward to another episode with you next week.
1: All right, Walter. Take care now. You as well. That's
0: Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll see everybody next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap.